Matic. Becky, great ball in. Ellen White for Manchester City. MCW Fancast. I'm Emma. Thanks for listening. It's great to be back with the podcast this week. Apologies for the belated episode. We've got plenty of catching up to do and to help me do it this week we're joined by Dave and Jane for the OSC. Last Sunday City travelled to Walton Park Hall to face Everton in the WSL. It was a big three points picked up on the road. The results saw City leapfrog Everton into fourth position in the league standings. City have the potential to bridge the gap even further in their upcoming game against Arsenal at the Academy Stadium on Sunday. A win will be vital to keep on the pace at the top of the table. On Tuesday, the squad travelled to Sweden as our campaign for the Champions League got underway with our first leg tie against Gothenburg. It was City, however, who ended up on the back foot within minutes of kick-off as Gothenburg turned in a rebound, resulting in an early lead. We fought hard and went on to win the game, though, 2-1, bringing back that away goal advantage headed into the second leg tie, which will take place at the Academy Stadium next Wednesday. Kick-off again is 3pm and it will be shown live on City+. Plus. Speaking at full-time here from head coach Gareth Taylor and Sam Mewis on scoring in her Champions League debut. Look, we're not going to dress it up. We should have been probably, you know, an improved result on what we finished with. But after the, the kind of start that we had, I thought the girls showed really good resilience. We controlled the game, um, gave them limited opportunities. But yeah, I think we potentially should have been going back with a, with a bigger cushion. Um, and that's what we said to the girls afterwards, make sure we... We don't underestimate this opposition because, especially on their own pitch, they're very dangerous. Yeah, I think they, they show great, great resolve and then controlling the game as well, the way we did. The energy that we showed, it was just that we probably created a little bit too much tension in the final action around, around the box. And um, this is something we spoke about at half time. And I thought the first 10 minutes of the second half, we, we opened them up for fun. And, you know, we sh- probably should have been ahead before Sam asked her to, to go and score the header that she does. We're, we're trying kind of a, a little bit of a new way of playing. And I think there the girls can see that it works. They want to see, you know, maybe a, a stronger scoreline. But, you know, this is convincing them that this is, this is our way of playing. This is our style. And, you know, we, um, we want to do well in this competition. And we know that we're going to be coming up against teams who've earned the right to be there, tough teams. Um, and we need to be on the front foot in every game. No, my thoughts on the pitch were it, it was good in so much as we could we could develop our passing game and move the ball quite quickly. Um, but I I also felt that it was a it was uh, difficult for us to build against a high energy pressing team. I mean they were quite relentless. They're used to playing on this surface quite a bit, and although it probably looks like we could have beaten their press a lot more, I think we did in the second half a lot. But I thought in that first opening exchange, it was really, really difficult to find where the spaces were. And, and sometimes we probably needed to be a little bit more direct um, against the three against three on the back line. But, um, but it, so it was difficult. It was difficult. Um, this is a tricky tie, really tricky tie. And especially coming to this place, cold weather, you know, uh, difficult pitch for us, something that we're not kind of used to or certainly don't play regularly on. And, yeah, it makes it makes things difficult. But 
again, really pleased with the girls. So happy that um, we came back with the win. And um, we know we still got work to do. We knew that before the game, that regardless of the result tonight, you know, the tie is not over and we have work to do back in Manchester. 1-1, away goal is, is really important. We were pleased to score. It's a really good finish from Georgia. Um, again, after that, it was a case of, right, come on, let's let's make sure we go back with just, just not the one goal. So it was a really good ball again from Caroline. She's picked out Sam really well. Great timing of the run and the header. Um, so that was really pleasing. No, a great goal. Great finish from Georgia. I mean, we've really challenged her that, you know, uh, for the amount of shots that she has, I think the girls rib her a little bit for the amount of shots that she has, you know, the, the return and, and hitting the target. And um, that's what we were looking for tonight, that kind of that kind of finish. And um, could have potentially had a couple more, but I thought her energy was good. She pressed really hard and, um, you know, we just had to take care, really. I, I probably didn't want to take her off, but I just needed to make sure that we stayed with with 11 players on the pitch, just with her being on a yellow card. There's always ways of looking at games. Like at Everton on Sunday, we were able to kind of change things around pretty early because the game was pretty much done. When it's close like that tonight and you've got momentum, you want to obviously maintain that. And sometimes there's no right or wrong. Sometimes, you know, we've seen it with Pep. He's, he didn't make a change the other day. He made one change in the game previous. Sometimes, like, the right thing to do is is give players a bit of a rest. Sometimes it's they need to play. Um, so we'll be stronger on Sunday in terms of personnel. We'll have Lauren Hemp back, who we decided not to risk in bringing her here. Um, and uh, so, yeah, so, yeah, and obviously we'll have Demi Stokes back as well, who was, on, who was away on compassionate leave. So, you know, we'll, we'll be stronger. The girls will be ready, regardless of what team we, we put out against Arsenal on Sunday. It's a team that is good enough to win. Yeah, um, I mean, I think we're happy to come away from this first leg with the win, but we know that um, we have another game to go. and obviously just want to take care of business and get through to the next round. So we'll just be ready preparing for um, next week. Yeah. I mean, I think we know uh, we're capable of more. I think this team is always striving to perform at uh, the top level that, that we can. And um, Gothenburg was a great team, but, but we know that we maybe could have put some more goals away or just been a little bit more clinical, especially in the final third. So um, I agree with him and, and we know we have some work to do. So we'll focus on that for next time. Yeah, it was really exciting. Um, it was obviously an honor to to get to play in Champions League. It's something um, I think like every soccer player dreams of. So um, it was really exciting. And to to get to do it with this group of girls was really special as well. So I, I feel really fortunate and um, lucky to, to be playing for a team like Man City in such a great competition. Yeah, I mean, uh, luckily we have um, like top staff and um, great resources at our disposal. So we'll definitely just uh, get home, get focused on recovery, and obviously looking to, to Sunday's game against a great side. So um, we definitely will just be preparing as best we can. And I'm sure that um, with all the resources we have, we'll, we'll recover nicely. Uh, every game is important, um, I think, in the league especially. So I think we're, we're definitely preparing to have play against a difficult team. And um, we know that, that every game is going to be a challenge. So I think we're just trying to take it one step at a time. Um, and, and we know that if we put our best performance out there, that's, um, that's what our job is. Jane, Dave, thanks for joining me. How are you both? Hope you're keeping well. Yeah, good, thank you. Uh, keeping well, been enjoying the football. Hi, Emma. Nice to speak to you again. 
I wish you guys could see this because you're both looking festive with your city Christmas hats on. Santa well, hats. Got, you've got <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. I love it. Um, so let's start with our first game since the international break then because we've got a little bit of catching up to do. City headed to Walton Park Hall to face Everton once again. I mean, that's like the third competitive game and, and then a pre-season game. So I suppose it could count as a fourth. Uh, for the meeting in the WSL, a city looked to bridge the gap in the table standings. And it was vital to really come away from this game with a win to keep on the pace at the top of the table. I mean, Everton are a, are a good opposition and, and we've had plenty of, obviously, chances to get the measure of them. Um, and it was a pretty well-rounded performance, I thought, on the day to get the job done. Um, city headed into the break with a free goal lead, thanks to Ellen White, Gemma Bonner and Janine Becky. Um, but we've got to acknowledge the part that Caroline Weir played in all three goals and a, a definite worthy player of the match performance as well. Yeah, it was like you say, it was a really well-rounded performance. I think the whole team played really well on that day. Um, Everton, uh, no mugs, you know, you've got to be on your top of your game to be able to get a result against them. Caroline Weir for me that day was absolutely outstanding. Um, you know, the balls she was putting in for people to just get on the end of a whole play throughout the whole game. I thought she played really well. Yeah, yeah like you say, I mean, it was a crucial game. We had to, to win. You know, we knew we had to win to keep on the on the uh, title charge, you know, keep keep up with everyone else who's in good form. So never an easy place to go. So great win, great performance. Like you say, to, to get it done before half time pretty much as well, um, you know, to put it to bed, which is something we've been accused of not doing in certain games this season. So that was nice to see. And as you say, Caroline was outstanding and oh, oh, rightfully player of the game as well. Yeah, great performance. Yeah, Kate said on Twitter that Caroline Weir should be starting every match and she's absolutely bossing it in the midfield. I mean, it really is great to see her back in the starting eleven and really showing us why she should be one of the first names on the team sheet. Yeah, I mean, I think the game she's played recently, she's shown what an absolutely brilliant player she is. Um, and I'm pretty sure that's what Gareth will want. You know, players will be rotated and spend time in and out of the team. So he's going to want players who are hungry to come back, you know, and say, look, this is why I should be starting every game. This is why I should be one of your top midfielders. So I think she's done a lot kind of to strengthen her position there. And what did you make of the overall team performance? I mean, like you said, it was it was great to go into the break with a free goal lead. Like you said, we've not really seen City dominate like that. It was It was great to see a bit of a spray of goals as well. Well, that's it. I mean, we do see us obviously dominate possession a lot. And I know a lot of fans have, you know, the one criticism we've had of certain games, even when we've won, is that we haven't, you know, put, team, put teams to the soil, you know, put the game to bed. But we certainly did that on Sunday. Um, so obvious plus points were the scoring of the goals, you know, um, three headers. But the overall performance was really, really good. Because let's not um, forget Everton are a good side and they've had a good start to the season as well. So, yes, we've beat them three times, but none of those games have been easy. They've all been games where you, it's always a place you've got to go and earn the win for me, and that's what we did. Um, other massive plus point for me, for, you know, for, and from, from City's point of view, was Lauren Hemp um, getting, finally getting some minutes back on the pitch after her injury. So, a great day all around, really. Really good performance, really good news, and, um, you know, everybody... I can't see anybody who didn't have a good game. Everyone, the whole team seemed to play well. And as Jane said, the rotation of the squad is important, especially with these games, twice, two games a week, coming thick and fast at the moment. I mean, Jane, did you feel that it was vital heading into it to 
to go out and get something against Everton. Did you feel that anything other than a win would hamper the title chances? Yeah, definitely. I think, you know, anything other than a win that day and then you'd be kind of worrying that we'd be falling too far behind because, you know, you know that the other teams up at the top there are not going to lose that many games and they're not going to drop that many points. So I think it was really important for us at this stage to kind of just keep that gap uh, closed. I mean, let's move on to Wednesday afternoon then because we've got our Champions League campaign underway and the squad headed to Sweden to face Gothenburg. Um, City head back to Manchester in control for the second leg tie, which will be played next Wednesday. Um, how are you feeling looking ahead to the second leg now, looking obviously at the game on Wednesday? Were you surprised by Gothenburg uh, as, and their press? Because they really did come out, didn't they? And, and it kind of took us by surprise, really. Well, it did. Obviously, getting a goal really early on as well helped and the tails were up. Uh, they'd obviously done their homework and did do a very high and energetic press, which I felt faded throughout the game, obviously, because, you know, it takes a lot to do that for 90 minutes. You know, and players players do tire because it's, it's hard to do. But they certainly did it in the first half to a great effect. Um, but having said that, City yet again did dominate the game eventually, you know, the possession and the play. And it was a great performance. Um, the heads didn't go down, considering an early goal. Um you know, and we all know that away goals are crucial in these European ties. You know, these two-leg ties, like away goals, you have to score away, really. You know, because it just uh, gives you that little cushion when, you, when you've got the second leg at home to have a couple of away goals. So, how am I feeling about next week? Yeah, I'm confident, but we are going to have to play well again because obviously Gothenburg had a lot about them. You know, they looked a, looked a decent side. We were kind of quick to react, really. I mean, we were creating... Uh, and we had ample opportunities. I mean, I, I think we hit the bar about three times, didn't we? But the breakthrough finally came through Georgia just before the break. And she scored a 50th goal as well, which was a landmark for the club. Um, but it certainly felt like it was coming and it was sort of like just reward in the end for our efforts. Yeah, definitely. It did feel like it was coming and Georgia herself, you know, had quite a, a number of attempts before that that were so close, you know, keeper making decent saves, like you say, hitting the bar. So I think even though they came out early and kind of got that goal first off and maybe took us by surprise a little bit, we got into the stride of our game quite quickly and and were able to kind of, you know, I thought it was important that we, we got the first goal back as soon as possible because, you know, you still want to go out for the win. And like you say, away goals are important in Europe. So, you know, to get a 2-1, a 2-1 win in a lot of ways is much better than a 1-0 win. So... It's kind of, you know, you want to get out there and get as many goals as you can. Just on the Georgia thing, um, Emma, it, it really is a great achievement that she scored 50 goals. When you consider that Georgia isn't always played as an out-and-out striker, you know, we've seen her, we even see her play at fullback last season, but we've seen her in a number of positions. Um, so, and she's still a very, you know, a young player. So to have 50, you know, first-class goals under her belt already, it, it is a great achievement, that, and it should be celebrated, definitely. Yeah, it is a great achievement. I think Gareth was saying in his post-match uh, press conference that Georgia almost gets a lot of stick, you know, for having so many opportunities uh, and they ribber about it a little bit. So it's good that she, she got the goal and obviously reached that landmark as well. It is definitely, you know, we all know Georgia loves a shot from, you know, wherever she is on the pitch, Georgia's always likely to, to take a shot and then, you know, she has decent accuracy and stuff, so... It's really good for her to have got to that landmark. Yeah, because yeah. like James said, she had a few chances the other day, but they were all on target. They all needed saving. You know, they, you know, you don't mind anyone having a shot and taking a chance. And, you know, 
that's why she's got 50 goals under her belt at such a young age because she she has you know she takes these chances I love her confidence though Georgia you know she isn't you know she will have a go you know and she'll just have another go you know it doesn't put her off or or anything like that she just if the opportunity comes if she can create something for herself she'll have a go and that's what I love about her yeah, same, you know, it don't phase her, like you say, if she has a shot and it goes wide or it gets saved by the keeper, you know that when she's in the position again, she will have a shot, she will go for goal again and a lot of the time she'll score. So I think that's uh, definitely a confidence is one of the plus points. Yeah, I think Ray, Ray from City Fan TV sums it up perfectly. How can we have two million chances? All right, it's a little bit off the mark there <laughs> but you know I give him credit uh, and only score two goals it was one of those games where you really felt City could have just gone on and just scored a few more it, it's true that I mean the one thing that seems to frustrate me this is this will sound daft but it seems to me that the opposition keepers always seem to have the best games of the season against us I'm thinking back to the Reading game um, earlier on when you know you know their goalie had a fantastic game she saved everything by the one goal we got um and Gothenburg's keeper the other night was probably one of the, you know, if not their best player, certainly one of the best players. Yeah, I believe she got player of the match, didn't she? But... Yeah, I think she did. Yeah, and pretty rightly so, because all our efforts, you know, they were on target. They were good efforts. So, you know, besides the ones that the woodworkers done, but the high percentage of our efforts were, you know, needed saving. And so yeah. I would think from Gareth's point of view, like most managers, he would be more worried if we weren't creating those chances. You know, we weren't having shots on goal and stuff. Um, but we are. But yes, I agree. We do need to convert more, as we did at Everton last week. Uh, we need to keep that sort of ratio up and start putting more in the net. But from Gary's point of view, I'm sure he would be more worried if we weren't creating them in the first place. Definitely. And um, we've had some questions. Um, Yance sent one on Twitter. Are you sometimes frustrated by the way City always play out from the back, even when? Um, there might be a, a safer pass or a long ball as a as an option. Well, this is a debate that we, we, we see this a lot on Twitter ourselves and stuff, and it's a debate um, that you see a number of times. It's the City way of playing these days. There's a lot of teams have followed this way. Um, the men, the youth team, it's right through the club. That's the way they want to play the game of football, and that's not going to change. And um, am I frustrated by it? Well, no, it doesn't frustrate me. Um, you know, you want it to be played right and you want it to be played proper. And, and, and the more you do it, hopefully the more um, it becomes a natural way of playing, which, you know, is starting to show. But obviously, you know, there are dangers in doing it. There are dangers in doing it if you, if you don't play any system properly. Um, I wouldn't say I was frustrated by it, no. Um, yeah, I'd agree. You know, it's it's the way that the club are going to play, play the game. So I think the more that players do it and the more confident they become in that system over time I think it'll probably look a little bit slicker um but yeah no it doesn't frustrate me it's just kind of one of the things that's the way we play at the moment so I'd just like you know the players to play it keep playing it and get more confident in doing it yeah the, the idea of it is obviously City want possession of the football and, and yeah. passing out from the back rather than just you know a goalkeeper or a defender just kicking it up it gives you, you know, the chance to build from the back and keep possession and create more possession and more chances, you know. So it's, it, it comes from a good place. Um, and I think the more they do it, the more they get better, as, as we've seen many teams do. So, yeah, I think it's, 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 a, the, way, it's the way we're going to go. Yeah, it's not a new thing either, though, is it? Like, we've seen City play this way for, for many a season now. And, you mm. know, it, it for me, it has become so much more confident playing out 
as, as and she's great with her feet. Do you know what I mean? Like I, I don't worry or or anything like that. I think we were obviously put into a pressure situation with Gothenburg's high press the other day, but you know it's not often that we're you know they're forced to make errors. You know I just think um, I quite like City playing out from the back. I like the build up style of play. Um, I do like seeing Steph pinging up the balls, the long balls, to be honest, you know, and we know we've seen a little bit of that. Well, I think we've seen a fair bit of that this season, actually. You know, patient play is sometimes always the way and, and it has paid off for us in the end. And, and as long as it pays off eventually, you know, like we saw the other night against Gothenburg, then I'm quite happy and definitely not frustrated by it. Yeah, same with you. You know, I'm not a fan of long ball for the sake of it. You know, we're... We've got classy, cultured players who are able to play football and to pass the ball nicely, and we pass the ball so well. So I think if you're just looking for players to just hit long balls all the time, you're kind of losing something. You know, we've got all these great midfield players that we want to mm-hmm. use and we want to pass the ball through them. So I think to yeah. say, you know, yeah, I love I love to see Steph pinging it here and there, but I think you've got to mix it up. You don't want to do the same thing all the time where a team just knows exactly what you're going to do. So I think it's good to have kind of both things in your locker that you can that you can use to play yeah, yeah definitely because you can catch a team out then they're expecting you to play it from the back and every now and then we've got quality people like Steph and Ellie who could hit a long ball accurately and create a faster attack and the other team aren't expecting it because we've been playing out from the back so to have both in the armory would be you know it's, it's a great thing yeah definitely Nigel on Twitter it says um has rotating, rotating the team made us feel less predictable and harder to play against or is it is it making players compete more for places within the squad I think it does make us you know it does make us probably a bit harder to play against because you don't know what formation exactly you're going to get you don't know what players you're going to get out on the pitch as you said before you know we've had players like Caroline Weir on the bench and then suddenly she comes and plays a game and has outstanding games so you kind of don't know what to expect from us um and I think it does, you know, the, it's good to have healthy competition for places in the team. It's good to have players who are fighting during training to be the best during training to say, right, I deserve to be picked this weekend for this game. You know, I deserve to play and then going out on the pitch and knowing that they've got to perform and knowing that they've got to be kind of at the, the top of their game to be able to say, yeah, I'll be playing again next week when we play mm-hmm. or midweek when we play as it is now. So I think, you know, I think it's good to have that level of, of healthy competition amongst the squad. I totally agree. I mean, I think rotation is is, is a massive part of the modern game, um, you know, squad rotation. And when you've got two games a week, besides the fact that the manager might think a certain player is more suited to a certain style against a certain opposition, you also want to give everyone games. And as you say, they know that if they play well enough, they can get in the side, play games. I think there's room for rotation in the modern game. There has to be to keep everyone fresh. Otherwise, if you're not doing it and other teams are doing it, they're fresher than you. We've certainly got a strong enough squad to do it. I would say we've arguably got two world-class players for every position now. Some positions, we've got more than two. Mm. Um, you know, so I'm, I'm all for it. I think Gareth knows what he's doing. I think he's settled into the job now. I think he, you know, people say he doesn't know his best 11. I don't think there is a best 11. I don't, I don't think, think that matters. A best 11, I think, you know, he, he knows his squad. That's more important to me, that he knows yeah. his squad and he knows who can do what job for him. Well, I will say at the moment for me as well, I don't feel there's any one player that hasn't really played a part this season so far. I can't think of anyone that hasn't, 
you know, that may, may not have featured, that has had an opportunity, that has come on and, and that has shown their worth. That, I, I totally agree with you there. And, and to back that up, as you know, we run um, a, just a bit of fun for a bit of fun, a player of the match poll on Twitter. And after the Gothenburg game the other day, it was the closest we've ever had. We, obviously, we picked four and people vote for like the four, for their one out of the four who wins it. It was the closest we've ever had. They were At one point, all four had led. And, you know, they were all like 25% each at one point. And that pretty much shows you that everybody's playing well. You know, no one's outstanding. And that's a great thing because you want the whole team to play well. You know, you don't want any one person um, carrying the team because then if you lose them or they get injured, you know, you, you're losing your best player. Everyone's playing well. There's been standout performers. You know, we've all seen how good Sam Mewis has settled in and things like that. Don't get me wrong. But I agree with you there. I mean, that the team have played well, that, that every single individual has put... You know, look at Jess Park. She comes in and out of the team. And whenever she's played, she's played brilliant. Yeah, and same like Janine has, has spent times on the sidelines and then coming back into the team. And then you think, wow, Janine Becky's had a fantastic game today. You know, she's come in, done a brilliant job, done everything that's been asked of her. Um, so I think throughout the squad, they're playing really well. And I, and I think that makes it better, though, you know, because it, it makes, like you say, like players uh, feel that, they've got a, a role to play within the squad as well. And it keeps them sort of fresh and engaged and the morale high within the squad as well. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I agree. I agree hundred percent with you there. Morale, morale is a good thing in football. Um, you know, these are, these are, these are busy players. They've all just been away with their internationals as well. Um, it's a, it's a very busy period of the year. This, you know, they've all just had international games or breaks and, and training camps. We've got two games a week at the moment. So it's all about keeping everybody fresh and everybody uh, motivated, which I think we're doing. I think yeah. he's doing a good job on that. Yeah, on that We've had a couple of questions about Mewis, actually. Ray wants to, say, wants to know, do you think that Sam Mewis is possibly the best player in the league at the moment? Um, oh, that's a tough one in the whole league. I'm gonna, I mean, I'll say, yeah, why not? <laughs> you know, Christmas! I'm a, I'm a big fan of Sam. I'm a big fan of Sam Mewis. I think she's come in, you know, um, and she's slotted into the team so well. And she she kind of offers something every game. She's uh, She's been really top class and she's been really enjoyable to watch as well. You know, I love watching her when she's got the ball. I love watching her movement when she hasn't got the ball and kind of seeing where she's going on the pitch and things. So, uh, yeah, why not? Best in the league. Yeah, she's she's been outstanding. Like Jane says, she's slotted straight in. She takes charge of games. Um, she's forward. She's back when we're defending. She's scoring goals. What more can you ask for from a midfield? You quite clearly can see straight away that, that she's world-class. Um, so I love watching her as well. Great player. Yeah. She's very well thought of. Kate on Twitter has asked, how do we convince Mewis to stay forever? <laughs> I can't imagine there'd be any City fan would, would argue with that. I think you know we, we'd love her to stay as long as possible. Uh, same with Rose as well. We've seen flashes from Rose. Unfortunately, she picked up another injury uh, last week, and she's she's looked good. At, you know, um, all the signings have looked, looked good. I mean, Chloe Kelly, she's just settled in as if she's been here for years. She's she's been great this season, Chloe. Yeah. Um, you know, so it, all the signs we picked up in the summer have all been for. I mean, Lucy goes without saying, doesn't it? I mean, the tackle the other night against Gothenburg in the last couple of minutes. That was like that was a match-winning tackle. That was as good as a goal because I'm sure they would have scored there, and that was Lucy all over. So all the signings have been great. It's all positives, you know. So we've just got to push on now and, and make sure we we carry on this form. Yeah, especially in the run-up to obviously 
uh, Christmas. You know, it is a, a really intense schedule of games. And on Sunday, we're going to face Arsenal as attention returns to the WSL. Import, another important game, big points again. Uh, City will be looking to carry that momentum forward. And uh, we've got a good record uh, against Arsenal, especially at home, uh, a good record at home anyway. Um, I think it was 21 five drawn in uh, unbeaten in the last 25 league games. Um, how much do we need to draw on that heading into Sunday? Um, I think so. You know, I think if we look at the performance we had against Arsenal in the semi-final earlier this season, if we can come out and perform like that again, then, you know, there's no reason at all why we aren't winning that game and getting the three points. So mm. I think the the players will take confidence off that. Um, like you say, we've got a good record against them at home. Um, so I think it will kind of add to the confidence for the team. Yeah, yeah. this is the this is a proverbial six points are coming up now because I think that's not if I'm correct, they're four points ahead of us at the moment. So obviously yeah. it is a really big game. If they're all big games now, we need to, we need to really push on. But um, yeah, it's usually a really good game of football. This as well, City mm. at home to Arsenal. Most seasons, you think back over over the years, it's usually a great game of football. Both teams play the right way. It's usually a good game to watch. So I'm really looking forward to this one. Yeah, um, but yeah I'm confident. Yeah, I'm always confident with City at home. If we perform like we can, I'm, I'm sure we'll win. Yeah. I mean, Arsenal really heading into this game, they've not been doing that well, really, have they? I mean, I think I read that Arsenal are looking to avoid suffering a back-to-back defeat, away defeats for the first time in their history. Well, so... They, I mean, they've been a little bit unlucky, I believe. I mean, I've not watched the games like in the 90 minutes, so I'm only, I'm only going off reports and what I see and stuff. But, I mean, they lost very late on at United. I think it was, a, you know, last few minutes goal. Um, and they were they played very well, apparently, against Chelsea. And they were a bit unlucky when Chelsea... Was it Chelsea that equalised in the last couple of minutes as well? But so, so they've played well there against the top two sides. So they've certainly given them games. So I would never underestimate Arsenal because I think they've got a good manager and they've got a great team. So, you know, Gareth won't go into this thinking about anything other than Sunday. He won't worry about who they played last week or how we played or anything. It's all about this game on Sunday. Um, I'm sure he's not even, you know, people say, will he worry about next Wednesday? Well, he won't worry about next Wednesday till after Sunday. You know, yeah. he, he's full confidence, he's full um, concentration now will be on Sunday because it's a tough game. Arsenal are always up at the top of the league and you need mm-hmm. to play well to beat them. And, you know, we've done it in the past. Last season was a cracking game. If you remember, it was Nick's last game, wasn't it? Um, yeah. That was a great game of football. But we had to play really well that day to beat them. And it'll be the same. And as Jane said, we did it in the semi-final earlier this season. And possibly the best 90 minutes we put in this season, that for me, that semi-final. We were we were awesome that night. We played so well. Um, so we need a repeat of that, definitely. Yeah. We can do it. Yeah, Roosevelt is unlikely to feature. But Lauren Hemp might. Uh, how exciting is that? Hey. That is very exciting news. You know, we all love watching Lauren play. She, when she gets the ball, it's exciting because you think something's going to happen. She's going to create a chance. She's going to, it's always really positive play. Um, She's just, she's a joy to watch, to be honest. Totally agree. I mean, I'll do a whole podcast review just about Lauren if you want. You know what, <laughs> you know what I think about Lauren. <laughs> I just absolutely love watching her play. She's a fantastic footballer. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm, 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 it's a shame for Rose because obviously she was playing well last week and, and she, you know, she seemed to overstretch herself on that pitch, didn't she? And get caught. Yeah, it looked really open. nasty, yeah. that actually. It did. It looked sometimes those kind of injuries can, you know, can be quite uh, some of the worst, but hopefully it's not too bad. 
she's not out for too long because we want her back as well. Sunday, it's heading, you know, on paper, it's setting up to be a classic head-to-head clash. Uh, what are you expecting from the game? Prediction-wise, what are your thoughts heading into it? I'm going to go, you know what, I'm like, I'm terrible at predictions, but the last two, we've beat them at home 2-1, so I'll stick with that. I'll go for 2-1 to City. But what I will predict, I think it will be a very good game of football. So it'll be one we're definitely worth watching. There's always goals. Yeah. Yeah. Um, as there's always goals I'm going to predict just a 1-0 win for City <laughs> <laughs> win, that's, that's you know. always a st- bit of a standard scoreline against Arsenal uh, yeah, yeah I, I'm, I wish I was there it's one of those games um, I think you, you really want to be in the stadium for and hopefully things are looking really positive now um, hopefully in the new year it might be that we could be back in the Academy Stadium. There might be an announcement next week. Um, how are you feeling about it now, given that there has been a return of some fans in the WSL? Um, I think kind of I've looked at the games where they've had fans in and it all looks like it's been really well organised. Um, you know, everyone seems to be following the rules in the games and stuff. So I'm, you know, I'm up for it. If we can get back into Tier 2 and we can get fans into the game, then... You know, I'd be really excited to be back. Yeah, it was interesting to watch, um, you know, like the, the fans going back to certain games that last last weekend. And like Jane says, as long as it's done safely, which I'm sure it will be like it was done at Chelsea and the other places last week. Yeah, we're all for it as soon as possible. As soon as possible. Because we all miss it. We all miss every game. So, yeah. Yeah. I'm sure the players miss it as well. A lot of uh, players have spoke out about having the fans back in the stadium. So, Let's hope for not just City fans, but for everyone that we can all really start enjoying the games again and together. You wanted to to mention about the the Christmas raffle that's coming up next week. Oh, yes. So we've got the OSC Christmas raffle. So the members will have all had an email telling them how to get tickets and how to get involved. We've got some great prizes, including um, a squad signed away shirt, which is uh, up for grabs, which... You know, I'm hoping I can win. <laughs> yeah, um, player-issued kit. We've got some other signed items. Um, lots lots of prizes. Um, uh, we, we, as, as you know, Emma, we usually have a Christmas get-together and a Christmas party, and that's not just not, not... We can't do that this year. So we wanted to do something a little bit special online. So we've done it as a raffle um, for the members to come along, wish each other a happy Christmas, have a get-together. It's next Thursday evening. Uh, as a Zoom meeting, but members can buy tickets for the raffle now. You don't have to come on the Zoom meeting, you know, to, to buy tickets, but, you know, the more the merrier. Um, if you do the- come along, you get to see my Christmas hat, so, you know. Yeah, yeah. I would recommend everyone head on the Zoom chat and <laughs> check out the hats. They're, they're brilliant, honestly. So it's next Thursday evening at 7 o'clock, but you can buy tickets from now. Jane has sent emails out to all the members, so if you have a look there or if you contact us on Twitter... Um, we, we, you know, we'll sort you out. Well, enjoy the game on Sunday. I look forward to catching up with you on Thursday. Thank you for speaking to me. It's great to catch up. Take care. And you, Emma. Take you care. You take care. Thanks a lot, Emma. It's been lovely to talk to you. See you soon. See you, guys. See you soon. And that's it for this week's episode of MCW Fancast. Hope you've enjoyed it. Thanks to Dave and Jane for joining me on this week's show. Uh, apologies for the dodgy audio on my end from uh, my microphone. I don't know what happened. <laughs> Dave and Jane sounded absolutely fine, but for whatever reason, uh, I think my settings have defaulted to the um, 
the built-in microphone on my laptop and it, it just isn't very good at all. So apologies for that. We'll be back next Friday. Don't forget that Sunday's game against Arsenal will be shown live on BT Sport. Kickoff is 2.30pm. And Wednesday's game against Gothenburg will also be shown live. That'll be available through City Plus. Kickoff is 3pm on Wednesday. And on Friday, we'll be back with the podcast as we recap on those two games. And we also look ahead to our final game of 2020 as we face Birmingham in the WSL. Don't forget you can find us on social media at MCWFancast. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook. We'll be back next Friday and stay safe, everyone. <laughs>